Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tabitha Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mirror Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Hi, everyone. This week, I've got girl crush, man crush, Darren Karp in the house. Hi. Stop. Um, I hope you have a girl crush. It's kind of fun. I have to, just in case people are living in in a place where they don't know who you are, Mm -hmm. get out of that place quickly. Uh, Like, get (laughs) out of it and run for the hills because you need to know. for the hills. You you started out as, like, an intern at NBC, and all of a sudden you're working with one of the biggest pop influential icons, Andy Cohen. Yes. And now you're your own powerhouse. I like to think so. At least I'm trying to get there. No, no. You're there. Um, you're there. I give you permission. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Okay. So we met. We met um, I, three years ago, almost now, when mm-hmm. I was doing my lovely little Bravo Emmy Award winning TV show. I had to say that. Because you how many times? You got to get as many plugs Emmy, in as Emmy, you can. Emmy, 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 Emmy. And I was told ahead of time now, we're gonna you're going to be interviewed by someone who is very close to Andy Cohen. Their name is Darren. <laughs> and they and it was a dating show. Yeah. So they're like, they might give you a hard time and, and test your, you know, dating prowesses on camera. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I walk in and I see this beautiful girl. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> we didn't want to tell you my gender. We didn't want to tell any of you guys my gender. Right. Just to keep it, you know, neutral. Right. Wanted you to be surprised. I was surprised. Yes. When Darren, you were Darren. You know, it's a difference. It's an inflection. Is there? Yeah, there is. To me, at the moment, I'm like, it's not Darren with two E's and an N. Right. Um, and so we sat. What do you remember about that um, interview with me? Well... I remember the mo- well. First off, the idea of the digital series yes. was called Worst First. So yes. the idea was, I'm like Bravo's guinea pig. Yeah. I was going to take all you singles out on a date and just have a shitty time. Yeah. Like I wanted you to experience the worst person you could ever. You date. kind of pushed me to my limits. I know you did. I know. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell. But I kind of held it together. You you cracked me. I up. gave you some shit back though, for sure. Which is why I liked you. Yes. Which is why it was good. Mm-hmm. But I remember you giving me. We were talking for a while, and you. Give me, you gave me this really sexy business card of yours. I it was know. Like black and gold. It's and a panty dropper. It's a panty <laughs> dropper for sure. My panties had been dropped the entire time. And you gave it to me. And I remember, because you also have a thing with like chewing gum. I spit uh-huh. my gum out before I got here. I was chewing gum. Well, you like didn't like oh, when people yeah. chew gum on oh, dates because it's like a little, you know, you don't want to hear. I was, did you hear me? I was like, I was chewing gum. Yeah, exactly. Never. <laughs> so I remember I had like a big wad of gum in my mouth, mm-hmm. and I took your business card and I spit my gum. In That's it. right. Oh my god, you took my business card. Such an asshole. Oh my god, you took my business card and you spit your gum out into mm-hmm. my beautiful panty dropping business card. That's true. I know, and I and I think I reacted okay to it. I I don't remember what I said. You laughed. I or did. 
very good sport, but I I felt like it was one of those business cards where you like ordered a specific amount and I just roomed a significant percentage of them. You owe me $9.99 for that card. Wow, 10 bucks? Glossy coated. No, for the whole box. Okay, for the whole box. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's just like go right there. I know, but you were funny. Thank you. But then you were also like trying to like test my lady pond meter. Yes, I was like, so do you want to like hook up with me? And you were like, I don't know if that's the best idea for me. You were being very sweet, very very nice. Uh-huh. I was being extremely forward and overly sexualized yes. and you handled it like a champ. I did. You know why? Because in real life that happens to me. Girls um, hit on you? Girls put their gum in my business cards. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. It's been happening since then. I think you started a trend. No, but you know what I mean. Like, um, you get, uh, you go on a date, and the person ends up being, like, you know, just a horrible human being. Like, like, machismo. They're the worst. It's like an interview. Do you know I purposely keep my hands in my pockets on first dates because I don't want them to touch my hands? Wait, like when you're sitting there? You're just like. No, not when I'm sitting there. Wouldn't that be weird? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No wonder I'm single. Yeah. (laughs) Are you still single? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I know. Everyone's like looking at me like, I don't know. But Mm -hmm. maybe we'll talk about that later if you can like figure out a way to get it out of me. I feel like I can. But I'm so sorry I put that you up to that challenge because I'm in big trouble now. Now you're like, now you're going to be a vault and you're just going to say yes or no. Well, no, I might have to swear. I might nod. They don't see that on TV. I'm on radio. I might. Tavison, are you single? And then I'd nod, and then no one would know what I said. Exactly. I, I could have the answer right now, people. But, you know, that show and that whole thing was actually so much fun because being on a camera with Bravo TVs and you're in your – it was it's more daunting because you think everything you do matters. Right. But then when you're digital, it doesn't really matter. It's almost like – the camera's not there. It's so freeing to be on a podcast or on radio. Yeah. You can say what you want. Andy's in radio now. We just have the best time. Yeah. And I found that, you know, with TV, there's a lot of time spent on hair and makeup and hair. And the thing that used to drive me nuts is those confessionals where people would be like, your hair's out of place. I'm like, look at my head. There's never <laughs> going to be a time in my life where right. my hair is going to be in place 100%. It's hair. Stop hair brushing me. I'm being assaulted with this hairspray. I would have to go home and like, wa- it was a first all I could do to not like scratch it out of my head oh, on radio it doesn't matter what's out of place yeah that's Nobody why I was cares. like I'm gonna dress like a slob today and no, she doesn't care thank you but you stop kinda, hitting on me you look good as a slob that's oh, what I'm saying you thanks. can pull it off well um all right so one of the things that I love is you went from you know I did a little research on you okay okay you are a New Jersey native yes that's correct that majored yeah in Neuroscience psychology. Yeah, that's correct. And so please tell me how someone clearly as smart (laughs) as you ended up with Annie Cohen on Bravo TV. Like how, what is this? There was not a linear line there. It was not a linear line. I always wanted to be a game show host. That has been my dream since I was a little baby. You have to be pretty witty to be a great game show. Like, you have to be engaging and fun and witty. And I don't know if you have that. What? (laughs) What? I came on your thing to get insulted? I'm kidding. I'm good at all of those things. I hope so. You're good at all. Are you kidding me? Like, come on, Darren. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But that's an amazing, that's kind of a cool thing. I I was, 
I mean, I just, I love them. I just think they're the happiest form of TV. Yeah. I just think they're great, and I've wanted to do it since I was a little kid. And yeah. my favorite game show host of all time was an NBC page. And so I that I knew that was what I wanted to do right out yeah. of college, yeah. um, which is sort of, it's a job, but it's really like an elevated internship. Yeah. Um, however, mm-hmm. with that said, not everyone can make it in entertainment, and I'm really into math and science, and I wanted to be a therapist mm-hmm. if entertainment didn't work out. So yeah. I thought, yeah. neuroscience, psychology. Yeah. It's like a back, your it's a backup. Plan plan was neuroscience psychology. Correct. Which is a hell of a backup plan. I'm intellectually stimulated by that. But that's what makes you witty. I think Thank that you. I think smart people are witty. I I don't think you I don't think you can be dumb and witty. I don't think you can be because I think you have to be on top of your game at all times. Yeah, you have and to have an clever. answer for everything. Clever. And clever. Like, yeah. no one wants somebody who's just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, I can't read the teleprompter. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's that word? I'm like, no, come no. on. Like, get with it. So that's what I was like. Oh, my God. She's smart and she's witty. It makes sense that you'd want to be a game show host. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. mean... I just think they're so fun and they're so happy. And even if you even if you lose, you win. Yeah, and that's what I like. But also, I would sense that you would make people like in that moment where they don't know the answer, like and they're just freaking out. Like, yeah, oh I'd make them feel comfortable. You would make them feel comfortable. You pressure, like, yeah. but comfortable. Yeah, Com- grace under pressure. Yeah. Is that that's, a TV show? I think. Oh, Grace Under Fire. No, I like Grace Under Pressure. Okay, I, but I get the whole point is you would make them feel good. I think yeah. so. I think I have that ability, and I love everyone, and I'm yeah. such a people person. Yeah. And I became an NBC page, and I really there was no assignment to become a game show host. Like, right. there's no correct path. No. Um, and not that I'm aware of. They don't have game show hosting majors in college. If you know, know of know one, of. you tell me. Okay, I'm looking into it. You tell don't me. think it exists. But I think it's like life experience. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's really you got to learn on the Personality job. Personality too. Right. Yeah. You're never going to make it if you're really quiet or introverted. You yeah. have to be that person. You know, a lot of it involves center of attention, but you yeah. have to be able to make everyone feel comfortable around you. Yeah. Um, and that's what I like to do. So so the Andy job came out when I was a page. I didn't know who he was. You didn't. I never watched Bravo. Mm. Didn't care about the Housewives. Really? And my and pa- it was already kind of happening at that time. Yeah, we were on one or two nights a week. Okay. So he was he was not famous famous yet. Mm-hmm. He was getting there. Um, it was still in the original clubhouse. And then I missed the deadline to apply because I didn't want the job. Oh wow. And then my my page bosses said, "Listen, mm-hmm. like you want to be a game show host." Mm-hmm. His personality is amazing. Yeah. He will be the best mentor for you. We see a huge future for you. Wow. You have nothing else going on. <laughs> you have three months left of the and program. And you have nothing else going You're on. You're a loser. <laughs> you might as well you try. Got three months to unemployment. Yes, basically. <laughs> we're helping you. We're handing you a lifeline. Okay. Yeah. Like, take the take the lifesaver. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I was like, fine. Uh-huh. And I applied. And four interviews later, I mean, the rest is history. But I the interviewed really with Andy for like three minutes. And what did you think when you first interviewed? Did you think that he thought you were cool? I thought I didn't get it because literally, he, I sit down and he's like, "What's your favorite Bravo show? What's your least favorite Bravo show, and why?" And I okay. never watched Bravo. Oh. I did research. So did you like ad lib or did you like make up some? I really love the part where Luann and he's like, "Okay." I said, "I love Millionaire Matchmaker because it oh. teaches me what to do on dates with women." Mm. So I dropped the gay line in there just so he kind of gotcha. like, "Oh, we can relate." Yeah, I got a favor, a favor, like a yeah, a like help a yeah. gay person yeah. out. <laughs> I got someone in the room I can relate to. I get it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and there'd yeah. be no competition with yeah. men. Yeah. No, there wouldn't. It'd be like the least sexual tension relationship oh you can have. Yeah. Right? The gay man, zero. gay girl. There's no overlap. That could have been the reason he picked you, actually. 
he said he picked me because I made him laugh and I was honest, but oh. I definitely think, like, he made his friends go on my Facebook page and really oh, figure out if I was worth it. Gotcha. And I said my least favorite show was The Housewives because I hated all the women and I couldn't relate, which now isn't true. Yeah. But at the time, it was. Well, I have a love-hate relationship with all sure. of the shows. Like, I love to watch them and I hate to miss them. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good love hate. <laughs> Do you DVR all the shows? I have certain that are my certain certain ones that are my favorite. I'm totally totally like leaving your Bravo, but we're gonna circle back. There are certain that I really enjoy. What's your favorite? I really like Beverly Hills. I mean, those are amazing. I mean, the houses alone. And am the I right? Diamonds and the hair and the Lisa pink. Vanderpump's closet. I mean, I just it's like every New Yorker looks at them and thinks, "Wow, they have space in Los Angeles." I know. And they like have, nice space, and they drive, and their cars are bigger than my my bedrooms. Like, oh. yeah, look at their closet closet yeah. space. But you know what? I don't really look at it for driving. I love New York. Yeah, but you're right. Beverly Hills is like glam yeah. city. Yeah, like you know your dog with pink hair is that kind of thing. It's that's my uh, my favorite housewives. The second would be New York, obviously, because you know we all there's like one degree separation between everyone and somebody on that show. Oh like yeah, everybody I know knows somebody on that show. I live on the Upper East Side. I'm surrounded by them all the yeah. time. Yeah, all the time. So after you got your job, you guys kind of hit yeah. it off because you started this Ask Andy web series, mm-hmm. which you know, um, every single person I know, the number one question they ask me is, "What's Andy Cohen like?" And I'm like, "Well, I never really got to meet him, like very briefly." Right. So I'm like, "He seems nice." <laughs> He's a, he is very nice. I, but it was, I let everybody down because I couldn't give them any kind of like, is that like the, the one question everybody asks oh, you? Oh, they always, because he's so great on TV. So yeah. everyone's like, I just want to know if he's a dick. I just yeah. want to know. They ask he, me the same thing. Well, because so many people are not the same on air as they are off yeah, camera. So and many. I've been with him for six years, yeah. his one and only assistant. And yeah. so I've really gotten to know him in every right. sort of aspect. He's the same. He's an amazing, amazing person. He's like my father and my brother and my kid all wrapped up into one human being. Depending on the day, I guess, right? Well, I <laughs> depending always say, on the minute. <laughs> I always say I'm his left hand or right hand, depending on what he's doing. Ooh, I really like that. I'm going to use that somehow use in my life at some point. Yes. And, and it's going to be funny when I use it. Just just say it's for me, though, okay? I'm I want the hashtag, credit for can it. Can I put you, like, and then kind of say hashtag Derek Carr. Yes, okay. that's fine. I yeah. want my own hashtag. I use hashtags out loud verbally in sentences. It's okay, okay now. That's, that's 2017. That's, that's the right. biggest red flag for Hashtag me. me too. <laughs> yep. Now, for everyone out there, yes, she is definitely single. If she's using hashtags verbally, we know the answer oh, to this come question. come on. Don't judge. Don't judge. <laughs> I Hashtag don't. don't judge. Hashtag don't judge. Hashtag Darren Carp. Hashtag yeah, Darren Carp. Exactly. So um, you, when it comes to your roles and your responsibilities, you've mm-hmm. kind of grown a lot. Like you start yes. off as his assistant, multitasking assistant. Then you did this Ask Andy web series, which I really liked because it was like, there were interesting things like, is Andy going to visit Teresa in jail? What really happened between Bethany and Kelly Simone? Like mm-hmm. the stuff that we all wanted to know, you were asking him in a funny way. How did you guys decide to do that? Well, he, when I first started, we remember like flip cams. Yeah. Remember that? Okay. Course. So he used to do viewer mail and fans would just send him emails uh-huh. and I'd film it on a flip cam, which was shitty quality. Yeah. And I was like, listen, you can be 10 even minutes. Not an iPhone, just like a flip cam. A flip cam. Yeah. Because like, did we have like Blackberries back then? Which we never I mean, really... I have both as oh, you can see. Back then. Sh- Sorry. Sh- 
We're definitely I, I like a black out after this. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you. That's hashtag don't hashtag. judge. <laughs> hashtag Blackberry. <laughs> See how good it feels? Does it <laughs> it does feel really liberating. It does. Like, um but I asked him, I was like, give me ten minutes every two weeks. Let me let me have fun with you. I'll ask you better questions. I love that, I love that it was your idea. It was. Yeah. And um it's been going and now we just kinda do it like on the side whenever. I mean I make him play stupid games, but yeah. it's really good exposure for me and he has fun. He loves Loves to give me shit. Yeah. Um, and that actually has expanded my digital role in yeah. general. I love the digital platform. Thank you, you. Know, me too. I just really love it because there's just something pure about it. It's just like, here you go. This yeah. is where we are. It's like you're watching somebody in their most uncensored form without the gloss and the, the glitz. It's just like, here we go. Yeah, it's so natural. You can watch it wherever you want. Yeah. In fact, I have a digital series on Bravo coming out today that's running oh. for 10 weeks called Throwback Bravo. Oh, nice. Oh, so I we, can't wait to watch that. We do themes and we throw back to all the old housewives and all the old shows and oh we have God. a singles project clip on some of them oh like awkward dating every single it. one of mine was awkward yeah. <laughs> you know what's awkward about them now is when I run into them these days hey I'm like Wait, no don't try do it's you not run into them? oh yeah I run into two um, Billy Oh who actually was this he was the slashy yeah oh yeah and he was actually he's actually a really nice guy I can't say he was such a good sport mm-hmm. because I don't know if you remember I exploited his bulge on that he I showed me do you remember that and you judged him for being a slashy I did and I'm a slashy I so know, but I'm, I'm a slashy now too Exa- see yeah we're all slashy you just had to like really embrace it but I'm a different you know model slash in case people are, didn't watch my show yeah first of all shame if they on didn't, you yeah screw you shame on you but it's model slash actors slash, you know, emotionally unavailable, unemployed, <laughs> all these things. All those things sound amazing and they really are. good qualities to have. They are. They're really, that's what I look for. So he was the slashy and I've yeah. run into him. He's actually a great sport. He was so fun because he kind of let me make fun of him and he was right. okay with it. Plus he was hammered by the time I got to my date. So it was super easy. Oh yeah. yeah. And then you can just. It was so fun. I love making fun of people on first oh, dates. That's, he he made me. it so easy. Yeah. And then I ran into the Russian, the Ruski at a uh. date and he kind of was like, you know, I'd like to maybe uh, try again. And I was like, okay, pump the that? brakes. That's exactly what I said. Pump the brakes. Been there, done that, not happening. You, did you really shut him down like I that? I did. Come on. He was like, you know, that was a horrible experience. Not horrible. It was an experience. But, um, you know, he and I were on the stage and he was kind of pretending. And he was pretending. You know, like, I think that there was some element of not being genuine. He was being fake. Because the cameras were around? <laughs> yeah, because the cameras were being around and then like he would kind of bring this like super syrupy like like these moves and like he tried to get Ooh. super sexual with me and Ooh. I was just like, yo um, just spit gum in my business card. Yeah. Like, and let's make this easy. Let's just like, call yeah. it a day. So, but I think that um, I found out later that he was also trying to get on the show. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it happens. It's fine. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But that's TV land, and this is real life land. Yes, it and is. And in real life land, it's not happening. Well, good for you. Do you ever like give people second chances, though, years later? First day doesn't work oh. out, and you're like, you know what? Maybe that was the timing of it. No, I haven't. You're one and done. I am one and done. You know, it's not because I think I found anyone so far in my entire life who I was like, oh, I really missed out on that one. No, I've never felt. And and that's okay because when I've been in it, I've had a lot of fun. Right. Um, But no, we have this saying, once you take out the trash, you don't bring it back in. And you certainly don't go out and scream at it. (laughs) 
<laughs> or so, slap or it slap or slap yeah, it do anything or else like slash its tires no right. i just i take it out of the house <laughs> never dating uh, <laughs> so scared i'm just talking like hypothetically sure yeah, yeah for on. sure would you like to see my new business card <laughs> yes so okay i'm I, I was on air with heather mcdonald mm-hmm. and she does impersonations of the housewives really well so she did a scary island one with bethany and <gasps> kelly ben simone yes and I tried to keep up, I couldn't, because my accents always default to like an Indian accent, and it's just, it's weird, I can't explain it. Does it? It just does. I could start out in the first 10 seconds, then after that it's like all downhill. It's like- It's your go-to. It's, I can't, it's like a thing, I need to take classes. <laughs> but um, I'm excited for this throwback, because it could actually give her content. Oh, for it's, the future. You, it's bravotv.com slash throwback. I think today we launch with music videos and it starts with Simon Van Kempen's oh. I Am Real in the clubhouse. Oh my God. And it brings me so much joy. joy like just that. pure joy. Like if you're having a bad day, watch that. Watch I'm this five to. minute thing. I'm going to be blasting it and I'm going to be tweeting and retweeting. You know what's my most cringeworthy watching singing moment? I don't even know if that's a sentence. On Bravo. On Bravo. Ooh. Watch what happens live. Oh, which one? I'm going to tell you what mine is. Watching Danielle Staub. I knew you were gonna say Danielle Staub. <laughs> she was like, I knew it. Close to you, and then it, it was, was so creepy, sexual, and but but not, but but sexual like your biggest stalker troll. Yes. singing to you through a window. Yes. while you're inside a luncheonette. It was it was, was a many girls I've dated who have tried to impress me have done oh, like a singing thing Lord. for me and I don't like that. I, the the mo- closest I came to in real life is I had a patient who I was convinced was a gay man because he used to come in wearing tight blue pants and, and a tank top on a Monday, and um, he <laughs> did he come from Chelsea or he the came West? From side? Chelsea. Okay, so yeah. that's the. Natural I mean, all assumption. signs indicated gay to me. My to, gadar went off. Just, yeah, just some saying, and then he wrote me a poem. And he began to read it to me in my office. And I didn't remember the words, <laughs> I can't, heaving breasts. What? <laughs> okay, let's dissect this for a moment. I like, he first of incorporated all, <laughs> heaving breasts yes, into his poem, To Me, About Me. And how many times have you seen him? Well, I, I did a procedure on him oh. maybe two to three times. Of which every single time I had a lab coat, so there were no heaving breasts displayed on any level at any point. And uh, there's In a his lot imagination. Of, there's there were a tons lot of words of you breasts. can use to describe me. Heaving is not one of them. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like what? Like what is a heaving breast? I don't know. Is it like a very voluptuous woman who has them pop out? Because I gotta say, you're a classy lady. Um, but heaving, like when I think of heaving, I think of like the front of those romance novels where the woman's chest yes, are like out and the men Fabio's all over them. Yes. Yeah, that's heaving to not me. Not like a doctor. No, not not no no but, not with a guy with a tight blue pants and a white tank top from coming from Chelsea. There were so many things wrong with that. I kept, don't know how I kept it together. In that well, moment. after he read you the poem, what did you say? And have you seen him again? Okay, uh, have I seen him again? No. Okay, um, but he did say your heaving breasts <laughs> in my imagination and then I just couldn't hear the rest of the, I could, the re, I just you were went, stuck on it my I, I had an outer body experience like how fast do I get out of this place in the situation how do you get out of that I just sat there 
and I put my um because you're professional. I had my lab coat and I think I wrapped it a little bit tighter around me. Sure. I had my cover your heaving breasts. I covered those heaving breasts because I didn't understand if my breasts are heaving. They're the outer. inside a lab coat. I literally looked down. I'm like, I don't think they're particularly heaving today. Like I I know when they're heaved. Right. They're not heaving right now. There's anti heave going like, on. Plenty of ants. And so he finished his poem and I just went. Hmm, that's nice. Anyway, um, Karen will check <laughs> you out <sweet>. now. <laughs> that's uncomfortable. Yeah, that was pretty creepy. Oof. Yeah. If you used another adjective aside from heaving, would yeah. that have done it for you? Well, well, what? If you would have said small, that would have made it worse. If you would have said gorgeous, fake, beautiful. Um, I just don't think under the circumstance. Illustrious. I may be illustrious. What if he said boobies instead of breasts? Was I may that have better thought that was even funnier. I okay. might have. I may have actually said, "Hey, that's a great poem." I may have given him that, but heaving, heaving breasts. Yeah, that's to the your worst. freaking doctor. I hate that word breast. I'm like, are you using me for my Botox? Is that what you're doing? You're not getting a discount from uh, that poem. A <laughs> hundred. He's like, in fact, I'm going to charge you double for that because you said heaving breasts. I know. You need to be like, I need to Botox your mouth, okay? So you don't ever or your hands. So um, I think that was my worst cringiest moment. That's pretty bad. Yeah. No idea how we got here. Um, but we were talking about singing, throwback yeah. Bravo. I was yeah. singing Girls Do It on Dates Wait, with me Wait, your dates, Daniel Staub. So yes. Daniel Staub talking, singing. That's a pretty bad performance. I know. And I can't believe it listed so many memories for me. Did you watch it as it was happening? Yes. Or you, okay, so you yes. saw it like the world. You were cringing with the world. I was cringing. And I have to tell you, I saw Andy cringing. Were you there that day? I think I was there. And when I, I think we do it in throwback bravo and when i when the camera scrolls over to him he has that look of his like mouth open and gaping like yeah like hey, but it's don't so know uncomfortable yeah well you know yeah it's a small space watch it happens live is tiny so they they i forgot the name of the singer but it was daniel Staub singing yeah. to someone who's a, in the and it was like close to you and they were both singing it to each other right it was like her friend I but think, but didn't they both were they both like close to you yeah and i think there was some sort of lesbian vibe yeah so let's kind of like have my viewers have a three second experience of what that felt like okay. i will be danielle Staub. okay and you'll be the other person okay close to you <laughs> i'm i'm like my heaving breasts are like inverted right now close that's how that's how uncomfortable you. i feel just by oh. you repeating the lyrics podcast of show. karaoke right here i'm down it's super cringe it's like mega hashtag let's never do that it's again. unforgivable yeah it's unforgivable welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it Inspiring conversations on lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. This is Glamier with Dr. Tabitha Samir. What of all, because you pretty much go with Andy all over, you know, Housewives reunions. What yeah. is your, I got to ask, what was the craziest moment that you have seen that you can actually legally tell me about? Oh, my God. Well, the Atlanta fight during a reunion was pretty bad. When uh, Portia oh, you were there for and that. Kenya were, threw down. Were, they threw down. And honestly, yeah. for all the men out there listening, a woman's hair is yeah. like, you don't want to pull a woman's hair, no. especially without her being prepped for it. Yeah. And when they swung around and grabbed that, oh, Ooh. I felt the pain. You felt and the crunch. And dragged her down to the ground. Oh. That was that was pretty intense. Yeah. That was pretty intense. And it's really, I mean, 
that's really happening. No one's yeah. like that's not produced. Like that's no, that's another, really happening. That's really going on. Bravo would never encourage no. or incite violence ever. That was a really dark. The really, really dark time. I've had a couple of dark times at Bravo where it's been like, what do we do? I yeah. remember when Taylor Armstrong's husband, oh Russell, God. killed himself. That was a tough moment. That was when I first started. I'd probably been there for like six or seven months, and I had to break the news to the produ- to the EPs on that show, being like, that he called me, and I said, have you heard the news? You sound oh kind of happy. He's like, no, what's going on? And I was like, Russell Armstrong just killed himself. He's like, Carp, I gotta go. Oh my God. And I had to break the news to them. I don't even remember how I found out, but it was just, it was a black cloud over Bravo for yeah, so long. Was. And it's really hard to tell, you know, yeah. what to do with that. Yeah. So it's a serious issue. And I think what I what I remember is thinking, there's no way, you know, right. as a viewer, I'm sure you guys fought with this or battled with this. Like, do we air? Do we not air? Do we, right. do we edit it out? And what you guys ended up doing was just airing. And I think so. Bring awareness bring to awareness. it. But I think that the long lesson was the show, not that the show must go on, but it's it's a learning experience. Yeah. And we we get to see how it turns out. Like, and it, for the And good. it is real, you yeah. know, and is and it, it sometimes real is really shitty and yeah. really dark and yeah. really terrible. And yeah. so, but we're not preventing, we're not like presenting a fantasy to people. No. Like, this is reality real. TV. These are real fights. These are real people having these conversations. Yeah. Everyone thinks that it's so scripted. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's edited, not. but it's not scripted. No, that's for sure. Yeah. What about the zaniest, craziest? Like, what's one of, if, one that comes to mind? Uh, Sonia Morgan's uh, burlesque <laughs> show on in South by Southwest. I was there. Oh wait, wait is this one is this the one in the Hamptons? Because she had one in the Hamptons. She did you guys, one, she did one in the Hamptons. Yeah, which I was, was there for that. Yeah, she did one at my friend's birthday party. One of the bookers on Watch What Happens uh-huh. Live. But she did one in South by Southwest, which was oh just. God. Amazing! <laughs> it was amazing. I love Sonia. She's sweet. She's yeah. a sweetheart. Yeah, she's uh, she's funny and she doesn't take herself seriously. At least from what I've interacted with her, you can make fun of her, and she's a very very good sport. Yeah. In fact, a lot of those women are actually like that. Dorinda's one of my favorites. Yeah, Dorinda's great. I really in, in real life on real person. I yeah. know her, and she's a great woman. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's yeah utterly amazing. Actually, last night I saw her at the um the party, the premiere party. Oh yeah, you were there. Nice. Yes, I was. And I was there with a date. And um, I'm actually of, saying that out loud. And that Dur- well, Dorinda looked at him and goes, she's a really nice person. You're right. She's a good person. And I have to tell you, I appreciated that. I thought that was so nice of Dorinda. It's like it's she had accurate. her like, it's like she had this um, protection, like, yeah. I don't know who you are, but you got a good one here. So don't fuck it up. It was it like It wasn't that. a first date, right? No. Okay. So you're not single. Well, h- how many dates till you know you're not single? It's like, I how mean, many licks till you get to the center of a tootsie roll? Right? One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> um, really good memory on uh-huh. that one. I don't know. I mean, I think you have to agree to, yeah. like, make it, Yeah. I don't know, monogamous, yeah. I guess. Are you monogamous? Um, I'm I'm no gummus yet. Oh, you're not. You're, not, you're monogamish. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm just, I don't know what the answer is. So you, I have to have that conversation personally. So then you're not officially dating. I have to have that conversation. I'm not saying I didn't have it. I'm just saying I uh-huh. have to have oh, that conversation. I see. Yeah. I see. It has to be had for me. Listen, a lot for of everyone. men, that's all they want. They want to get, and, and women, they want to get to know the physical. And that's well, like, I want, you know, who yeah. are you? Who are you? you want, What's you, going on between so those deep. ears? You're so deep. 
Because I kind of like, I do a lot of deflecting. You saw me on the singles project. I know project. you do. I was like, you know Wonder Woman with her bullets and like how the yeah. bullets come at you and she uses her arms to deflect them? She uses her heaving breasts. Yeah, her boy. heaving yeah. It all breasts. comes full circle. That's why he wrote that poem. <laughs> yeah. He thought you were his Wonder yes. Woman. His oh. doctor Wonder Woman. I should go call him. You really should. That was a huge compliment. We really dissected this down. There and as a neuropsychology major, I know. And where by he's the way, from. there's no alcohol here right now. We're just drinking it's Poland Spring. Sure, Poland Spring. Pure. Water. Maybe I spike. Hashtag. Yours. Hashtag Poland Spring. I don't know because I feel like I, <laughs> I cracked the seal on this one. I, I, mm, I re, I glued it so that mm. yeah, I'm good. A lot of effort. So I feel like I'm Wonder Woman yes. with the men deflecting the bullets. Okay. You know, and I got to be like, choo, choo, like that. And oh, I actually man. make that noise. Really good yeah. sound effects. Um, and so it's very difficult, I mean, um, to find someone who is actually going to not be freaked out by who you are. Right. Good, bad, and better. Um, and want to get to know you. So that that means a lot to me. That you, goes a long way for me. Do you find that the men that you date want to, I don't want to say settle down, but want to commit to you really quick? Like who's who's quicker to the commitment, you or the guy that you're dating usually? Um, <clears throat> this is an interesting question. Not me. Um, not because of a bad or good. Right. Because um, usually the guys are they come at me like, I want to marry with you. I usually get that. Like, a lot of that. I, I want to you, marry with you. I see the accent now coming out. <laughs> but okay. it's coming from, like, if you go to my Facebook page, yeah. literally look at my comments on my Facebook, it's all like, I want to marry with you. Marry me. And it's M-E-R-R-Y. So, and then I've got the guys who are oh, like, yeah, it's, it, yeah. It's cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until my brother-in-law reads it and it's like, you need to deactivate this page. Who are these men? I'm like, I don't know. They're telling it's, you to be happy. It's Aziz in, in Afghanistan. Who cares? Let him have fun. Don't don't discount Aziz no, in Afghanistan. But I'm just, it's, I'm I'm not into that long of a distance relationship. It's not realistic. And, I see. and I am about. I'm a little bit finicky with spelling, like Mary versus Mary. Fair, but Fair. Um, I either have that or I've got the men that are like, hey, baby. Let's go back to your place. Yeah, let's let's see your breasts. <laughs> let's go back and see. So I, you know, yeah, you're not into. I mean, I'm not into men, so I can, yeah. I think that we can just stop the conversation right there. Right. But okay, but let's translate it to dating for you. Yeah. What the hell? I think women want to commit really, really quickly. They do, right? Yes. I can tell you that my lesbian friends know each other for five minutes and they've moved in. Well, together. that's the joke, the U-Haul thing. Is like, it? what does a lesbian bring on the second date? Is a, a U-Haul? U-Haul. <gasps> that's never been me, but I find that so many lesbians are like that. They I just want to fucking nurture and I know. It's each literally, other and cuddle. Oh, we're on date three. We're buying a house together. That's or, literally how it is. Moved in. I know. Well, they'll be like, so where are we going with this relationship? I'm like, I don't know. So it it took me three hours to pick a dinner reservation. <laughs> like, I can't, I don't even know what I'm wearing tomorrow. So you're the one that doesn't commit. I commit for sure, but it takes me longer. I'm usually mm-hmm. not one to rush it. Mm-hmm. Unless it's just been forever and they're getting mad at me about something. I'm like, okay, well, we have to define the parameters of this. Right. Well, then it sounds like you haven't found someone that you necessarily want to commit to. I'm in a committed relationship right now. Okay. So other than this person. Other than this person (laughs) before that, no. Before that, no. Yes. Um, But for me, it's when you ask me if I want to commit or if I'm not the one. No, I'm not. Not because I don't want to be in a committed relationship. I would love to be in a committed relationship. I would just... I have to have somebody who treats me as well and as my friends do. You know, exactly. I've got some great people in my life who have manners, who speak, you know, it, it, I'm not saying I have everything has to be perfect because there's no such thing, but the manners, the respect, it goes a long way with me. And so I think love is a reflection of your highest value. Yeah. And oh. so, thank 
you. Damn, girl. Just take my sentences. Hashtag love is a reflection of your highest, <laughs> highest value. And I want someone who's going to support you and yeah. make you feel like you're better than you even are. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's what I think it's important to find. Absolutely. Someone who makes you better than you already are. Precisely. And And I always say... Um, Financial status fades, look fades, a hundred percent. Social status fades, yep. but mean lasts forever. And I personality, I, personality. Lasts I don't want to be with somebody who's a mean person. And yeah, I, people born round don't die square. I yeah, think that yeah. who you are, who you are, yeah. and if you're not going to get along with it, it's yeah. going to be really hard to change that behavior. It is. Yeah. So now that I've discovered that you are in a committed relationship, and I have. Um, started dating someone yes which i've said out loud admitted it yeah okay but you know god by the time this airs that could all change that could new be york bl- it is new york um it is new york so hashtag anything could happen <laughs> amen. amen that's why tinder exists i know I, I i'm not good with social media that's why i, met my I mean with tinder did you meet her on tinder yeah i had a hard time i thought i was going to get kicked off of bumble for saying no to everybody like Bumble is the one I chose because you're You have to talk first, right? Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'm saying no to everyone. There's these horrible photos. It's like a guy with his arm around a girl or a guy with kids. And in the description, not my kids, uh, not my girlfriend. I'm like, then why are you putting Then why this? did you put that picture? Yeah, not my dog, you know, not my house. Um, and then I... <laughs> there was not my <laughs> life, not me. Not my real hair. Yeah. Um, so then I would kind of be like, well, there's this one guy, whatever, I'll say yes to him. And then I call my friend. I'm like... What am I supposed to say? She's like, just say hey. I mean, that is what people, I think my girlfriend said, hey, gorgeous. Yeah, I did. And that say, like hooked me. I just but went, it's different. I just went, hey, because that's what my friend said to say. And so I said, hey. And then he writes back and he writes, you have such soulful eyes. And I'm just like, ew, you don't know me, gross. If that came from someone who I had respect and you, I don't know, I'm weird. Is that, that weird? Uh, well, I think it's a compliment because all he can go on. Do you have to write a profile on Bumble? Is there like I am a doctor and I'm I kept from... my profile very. Yeah, I did say doctor. Okay, so all, well, you should and yeah. and all you have is pictures, I know. right? So the only thing you can go on is aesthetic. <sighs> yeah, you gotta loosen those chains. Girl. I know. It's just that the pictures were very just not it's like give me a headshot let me see what you look like i don't yeah. want a photo where i look down and there's a date that says you know 1996 yeah. <laughs> like or be. just sunglass pictures or just one side of your face oh i'm like God. what's wrong where are your eyes and you know how many i've seen sunglasses with a hat on a cliff like oh, oh yeah he's hot <laughs> <laughs> like oh i want that so you met you guys met on tinder we met on tinder yeah how many years ago how long has it been two and a half years Oh, my God. Yeah, I met another person on Tinder, too. I've had, like, decent luck with Tinder. I think it's a lesbian thing. Do you think lesbian Tinder is different than straight Tinder? Yeah, because I think that, from what I know as a generalization, mm-hmm. um, men just kind of want to have sex. And yeah. so they'll just, like, send a dick pic to you already. Or just, sure. you know, if a girl reaches out, they'll be like, hey, you want to have sex? Or yeah. you want to meet up? Oh, absolutely. Lesbians are not like that. No. They'll be like, tell me about your cat. And, and I'm like, oh, wait, oh, your U-Haul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's more tenderness. I think it's more intimate and emotional yeah. to start off in a yeah. female-female relationship yeah. than it would be for, you know, you heteros yeah. over there. I, I know. It's like what you're describing on your female lesbian tenderness mm-hmm. does not happen very often in the hetero world. It doesn't. It doesn't. In fact, it's a bizarre thing to actually... Um, it's it's a, it's not bizarre. It's unusual, and that's sad because it it's sort of always like the girl trying to be like 
the one that puts the brakes on everything. Because you have to be. Otherwise, you yeah. don't want to be getting dick pics until 4 a.m. That's yeah. just not. That's not to say it hasn't happened. I <laughs> don't true. welcome it at all. I had one mm-hmm. guy who, um, an ex of mine, a long time ago, we were broken up for uh, two years at this point, right? Wow. And I'm on my way to dinner. And I kept like a platonic-y, like every once in a while, it was like a birthday, hey, happy birthday. You know, that's it. Sure. How long did you, were you guys together? Six months. Like, okay. it was a very, very, like... It wasn't I, long I, term. I, I, maybe six months is given it credit because it was two months of texting, you know? So, <laughs> you know. Um, so, like, two years later, maybe not two years, but definitely, like, over a year later, mm-hmm. he sends me a dick pic. Out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. And I'm on my way to dinner. And I, I'm like, oh, hey. And I open it, and it's, like, full frontal, hey. And I'm just like... I almost just said his what name. What is with men that think I like attractive? Understand why you think this is welcome on any terms. You're going to be like, oh yeah, now yeah. I really want to date this guy after right. two years. Oh, I like, really missed you. What? It's like I have missed you. Yeah. Um, so I really didn't say anything um, except, ha, about to eat. <laughs> That's all I said. I like I I like whatever. And then that whole Anthony Weiner thing came out with his oh. and um this guy puts up something on Facebook about Anthony Weiner leaking all these pics and I literally wrote in the comments it's a good thing you're not running for Congress. <laughs> Very clever. It got 40 likes from 40 different girls. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I was like, mm, you're like, how many people are you sending your I dick feel special? To? Well, you should. <laughs> and girls never do that. They're not like, here's no. a pic of my boot. Like at least for me, here's a vagine pic. Here's a, no. Yeah, here's a vagine pic. No. Like never, never. I never. can't even say the word right now. <laughs> no, I, it's like, and you're a doctor. Yeah. Like you're medically, you're I'm like medically allowed to say it. Yes, in medical terms, absolutely. I don't know any girl that just here you go. That's like not. It's maybe not gonna, boobs. It's not gonna. Do I know it for some boobs, but they're usually dating the person. Well, usually because they think girls, oh, let's hope, after the Anthony Weiner scandal, know not to yeah. be sending that around. Yeah. I'm not very, I'm not pro it. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not pro receiving it. Me neither. Un, 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 especially if I'm not even like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody who's dating me, it's yeah. not a good second date. Um a third or fourth type of appetizer. <laughs> yeah. For you know, after the first date, a nice thank you for last night is is proper. Yeah. But a dick pic, no. You're yeah. probably not gonna get to a second date. Regardless. Yeah. I mean like wait till they have you in their grasp and then and send by the as many way, dick pics as you want. For all you boys out there, you know we're showing it to everyone. Uh, we're gonna be Hello. like how gross Ew, well for me be like how gr- we're comparing it what do you think the first thing that i did after getting that pic from my ex when i went to dinner what do you think the first thing i did sat <laughs> down to me. sat down and you were like guys yeah this ex of mine yes. sent me a dick pic and showed it to everybody yeah i sure did yeah why not and did it have his face in it or was just um, simply dick this pic? one did not he was smart enough good that's not that's good thinking yeah. on his part yeah oh my god Last dick pic story. Yeah. All right. I got one. I know. Maybe it's not the last one. <laughs> I got one from a guy. Like, this is from the Facebook part of the world. Okay. The guy follows me to Instagram, and I, you can, you know, message people on Instagram yeah. faster. And so this guy was, his face, clearly, he was some kind of Middle Eastern, dark, swarthy hair, brown Ooh. eyes, dark skin, black hair. Sexy. Um, I get a dick pic from him. So not. And no, it didn't have his face, okay. but it had his neck down. I don't know about you, but most people, the carpets and the drapes match. <laughs> you <laughs> ex- all blonde, blonde what? thigh hair blonde. So he took it off the internet. 
obviously it wasn't him and sent it to me as if it was him <laughs> oh that's so i don't get why people do that because that's if you're gonna funny. be like yeah let's meet up and he drops trow you're gonna know you are not that picture you are not the one you are not the oh it's probably so tiny but i mean the fact that you'd have to google internet and then send me a blonde one like yeah, it's a, like getting like a Norwegian like, one as opposed to like. <laughs> I know, at least get the whole. He sent me Norwegian penis photo instead of the. Swedish like, penis. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, get the hair color right. Come on. You send me like That's a upsetting. fair skinned, blonde haired Swedish man's penis as opposed. My mom is going to love this podcast. She's really going to love this one in particular. Yeah. I think that at this point in my life, she's not surprised. Yeah. Well, I mean, neither is my parents. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you talked about dicks? That's totally normal, Darren. <laughs> Does that mean you're not gay? Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I, I had an ex-boyfriend. Oh, I didn't know that. I like men. You do? I just not like not sexually. As much. I want to like date men and like friend. have sex cuddle. with women. Okay. Yeah. I might know some people for you. <laughs> okay, yeah, great. <laughs> awesome. What's next for you? I, w- I would love to keep going along this sexual route, but like you've got a lot of cool things coming down. Like, I you're, do a oh, lot. Wait, your murders and martini. Yes, martinis and murder, which I do for oxygen. Thank with you my... for getting that wrong. No, awesome. thank you. you. Yeah. Both, you, you actually right. did it in the right order. I did it in the right order. Because murder is more important than yeah. drinking, yeah. my opinion. Well, drinking can lead to murder. Well, so. as it's wont yeah. to do on my podcast. Yes. I do it with my podcast partner, John Thrasher. Who yeah, you guys are great. It's like a digital correspondent at Oxygen. I love it. And Oxygen went all true crime. Mm-hmm. We every Wednesday, so we just we just recorded our one yesterday. We drink a themed martini for the murder. Mm-hmm. We research a murder all week. We really dive in. We get theories. We get facts. We get quotes. We get you know film. We talk yeah. to people. We dive in and we just get drunk while talking. But about I it. think it's fascinating, and um, for several reasons. First of all, I it makes me feel like I'm not a weirdo. You're not a weirdo. Because I would rather cuddle up at night with a good series of unsolved mysteries. Yeah, or like a documentary about something or gruesome. Or like how it really happened. Yes. Or autopsy, the final days of. Absolutely. I am, I thought I was alone in this. No, you're not alone. I will I will watch unsolved mysteries with you until I'm blue in the face. Oh my face. God. Don't unsolved dead. mysteries and like how it really happened and autopsy. I love it because I'm actually, sometimes I'll pause yeah. and I'll read the autopsy and be like, you know, I or just, snapped on oxygen is yes. huge with all the female murder. I mean, it's oh. it's really really and so solid. So you guys like dive in, and it's really kind of cool because I thought I was a total freako weirdo because I, I love they're fascinating. Why are they so fascinating to dissect to understand the psyche behind it? Because I think I think for me at least the psychology of a murderer you have to be like I've never been at the point where I've ever thought about killing taking a human life no and i'm really i'm really, killing a mosquito yes but killing a spider or yeah. any bug or yeah. anything smaller than right. me absolutely mm. all, about it. all about it but human beings Mm-mm. it's just it's this whole other world that so many of us you know aren't really a part of the the mind of a murderer the psychology yeah. behind it and i think we just are attracted to knowing why why how uh-huh. what was going through their head Everything and there's so many things that are unsolved. So conspiracy yeah. theories yeah. are everywhere. Yeah, and I mean it's funny because I just I, not just a few months ago I had a psychiatrist on here who um, did a lot of these had written a book about love passion type murders. Yes, and um, I had said to her, she said, um, I think anyone can actually kill. And I was like, what? You crazy. She's like, if you are in that place where you're with somebody that you love and they betray you, she's like, anyone can be put in a place where something could happen. And I was like, 
Okay, you know, I'm definitely staying single I, now. <laughs> I want to believe that's not true, but I, maybe it is. Crimes of passion. Yeah. You know, and, I, and there's some murders where we talk about where you're just born a murderer. Like yeah. these people just, oh, you know, were loners as little kids or they got bullied at school or and something. And I'm sure you remember, like, the one of the signs is when they do animal, like when they, when they hurt dogs or they abuse as a kid. Absolutely. It leads to that kind of thing. Absolutely. There was actually this recent documentary on HBO. Do you know Slender Man? Yes. Okay, so I it's do. like those 12 year old yes. girls who got you know, who were so innocent yeah. and they got manipulated by this internet thing and killed. If Slenderman didn't exist, they probably, I don't want to say definitely. Likely not. But they were certainly susceptible to being super vulnerable to the idea of this internet guy telling yeah. them to kill someone. Yeah. But they're that 12. That was really creepy. I know. They're 12. That's scary. Yesterday we talked about um, the Highway of Tears in Canada that has o- over like 4,000 incidents of unsolved murders along the stretch of highway in Canada that people just disappear and they get raped and it's all, mostly indigenous women. Uh-huh. And one of them was the youngest serial killer like in history and he's 20. Oh my God. 20. That's crazy. He can't even legally drink. That's messed up. I don't know. I, I, you know there's a lot behind that you wonder like where did it start from? You know? What were the signs? You yeah. Know? What were the signs? Are you and born why? a killer or do you become one? I know. And I think I think there's a healthy mixture of both. Yeah. Well, I think in crimes of passion, maybe a lot of times it was an accident. Like you get mad at someone, you know, I don't know. You know, you've seen so many of these same things I've seen where they yeah. just snap and they freak out and then afterwards they're like, oh, what did I do? Absolutely. Um, but yeah. I it's it's definitely very scary. Yeah. And and when I first started doing it, you know, I live by myself. Yeah. And I, was, and I was telling people, I was like, you know, reading of this research, yeah. living by myself, and all my parents and all the lawyers, they were like, stop telling people you yeah. live by yeah. yourself. Yeah. That's going to be like the number one red flag. Well, for me, like, you know, when I curl up with a good Unsolved Mysteries marathon yes. on like a Friday night by myself. Amen. Um, I will go to bed. Yeah. And then I'll get up to check that the door is locked. Probably a dozen times absolutely me it's, too and I'm like why do I watch I stuff deadbolt like, yeah. the shit out of that door I have three locks and I, I don't necessarily use all three but I will after watching that and you need to did yeah. you ever see Making of a Murderer on Netflix yes I did so that's the thing yeah. I mean, everyone just so obsessed with yeah. how you become it and this podcast just felt like a really good time yeah. to start that and it's amazing and, and you guys are so good off of each other and Thank I like you. the whole like when you're sipping the martini you're like mm, this is really good I think yeah. the last one was like a chocolate one that you were on that oh I yeah we had like some chocolate we made this maybe Maple bourbon martini this last this last week because it was Canada so it was like maple leaves Ooh, maple yeah you know we try and be clever but it's fun it's a really like it's nice to get out of the Bravo world for a second yeah and talk about something super serious it's also hard because we try and joke yeah these are people's lives yeah and we don't want to be insensitive yeah but we also want to be entertaining and funny but it's fascinating and it's thank just like, you I, I thought martinis and murder when I first did I say it correctly in the right? You got oh, it right. Yes, yes, yes. When I got it, um, first listened to it, I thought it would be like, I don't know what I thought. And then I listened to it. I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She really likes this stuff. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I'm into I, it. I love it. Yeah, it's it's weird. I thought I was a weirdo. And then I'm like, my secret. Like, I really lo- like like watching these back to back. They're fascinating. Oh, yeah. They're great. Um, speaking of not talking about the Bravo Award yes. world. Let's talk about Andy Cohen. Let's do it. <laughs> Who is I that? Had, I know. Remind this me. guy. I've had a couple people ask me to ask you yeah. some questions about him. Uh, and they're not really that like. Um, He's gay. Okay. That was my first question. That's what I thought. All right. Uh, what is his strangest gift I'm sure he's ever received that you can actually talk about <laughs> uh, from a I, fan? Ooh, uh, can I mention oh. two? You can mention two. Okay. Um, one of them was we got a box of 
dildos delivered to us and and you know andy looks at me him and i are very church and state yes he lets me have my personal life he doesn't judge me on it i don't judge him we're very church and state but we're also friends sometimes Mm -hmm. and i had only been with him for like a year or two and i looked at him i was like so we got this box of dildos (laughs) here you go you do what you want with it and he was like oh god i'm so sorry he goes do you want them (laughs) And I was like, hell yeah, I want them. They were like super expensive. I was like, hell yeah, I want them. So I gave them out to all of my friends. Oh, I thought you sold them on eBay. No. I'm not that desperate for cash. But in the future. Yeah, in the future, it's good to know. And I will say, as a little side, Uh one of my lesbian friends who I gave it to had never orgasmed Ooh. orgasm with this and so i was like your autobiography has to be called andy cohen gave you your first orgasm and oh, she was like that's it my i'm God. done yes wait that's something no one knows until just now except your friends that know yeah that, that's a <laughs> secret that's a secret thing but it was hilarious we got we used to have this fan corner where people would just create fan art people do fan art so much and it's really really cool we had this woman write me a letter and she said that she was homeless which i also found kind of odd because like Homeless people, their number one priority isn't watching Watch What Happens Live if you're homeless. Yeah. Just for me. I mean. And she made an Andy Cohen doll that was probably like a foot high. Oh, my God. In a glass case. Oh, my God. Made out of human hair. Oh, my God. And you you can't throw away something like that because. You can car- burn it. <laughs> well, yeah, but karma's going to come back to you and yeah. hit you 40 yeah. million times. I just, I couldn't. And so it's it. we still have it because I. I just, Does it look like him? As as much as human hair could look like Andy Cohen, it wasn't bad. What it was. Cl- where do you think she got the hair from? I don't want to know, and I don't about. think about it yeah. because if I think about it, it's going to take you to a dark. Place. I will be throwing up in the bathroom. Yeah, it's going to be a bad. I got to be professional. Yeah, profesh. You don't all profesh. Hashtag. All profesh. <laughs> so those are some pretty crazy things. Yeah, we get good stuff though. Um, another thing, what's stri- like in, in his career? Mm-hmm. What what time of the what stresses him out? Do like the most are the reunions a thing that stresses him out? Like what makes Andy stressed out? Because he's usually pretty calm and cool most of he's the time. He's usually very calm and cool. The reunions used to when he first started doing them when he was first launching himself. He used to go on runs and get really hyped up. Now it's a cakewalk for him. Mm-hmm. Listen, he's an executive producer. We're basically in ten seasons of each housewife season mm-hmm. now. This is he's got it. He got knows it. all the women. I think. I think the thing that stresses him out for him, well, two things. One, he's friends with a lot of these women, but he's also their boss. Yeah. And there has to be a healthy balance, healthy balance, you know, because they'll yell at him and blame him for stuff. And he's like, well, you know, I didn't really do that. Yeah. That was, you know, it's, it's, it's a really interesting balance. And I think it stresses him out because he really wants to be a good guy at the end of the yeah. day. And sometimes he can't be. Yeah. Um, he can be impatient. Yeah. And he likes that. If he's on a 10-hour shoot, yeah. I guarantee you he can do it in two hours. Wow. Like, no matter what, I guarantee you he can do it in yeah. two. But, but they block of, for 10. Yeah. People got to take meal breaks. They got to do that. And I can see him getting anxious because he's so busy. Yeah. He doesn't want his time wasted. Well, also, you have 10-hour shoots. So you wear people down to get tired enough to say and give you what, you know, I can only oh imagine, my gosh. you know, I mean, we were out in L.A. for 11 days. We just got back a couple days ago filming Love Connection. And those were 12 hours a day a piece. Yeah. We only got one day off. When do we get to see that? I know that he's doing that. 9 p.m. May 25th on Fox. Nice. It's great. Okay, so is this format different than the ones we're used to? Yeah, so if you remember the original from the 80s with Chuck Woolery, mm-hmm. this one with Andy Cohen is a little bit different. There's a money uh, element involved. Okay. So you either can kind of choose the love of your life, supposedly after going on one date, or choose 
this part of money and run and go out with someone else. I wish they did that for the singles project because I would have been a very rich Because you would have taken the money. I would have been like... <laughs> Every time. Hey, let's take that jackpot. They <laughs> open their mouth. They're like, I'm a model slash actor. Like, slash, oh, I'm uh, taking the money. That wouldn't have actually deterred me. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not at first. I would have definitely taken the money with him, but there was one guy where um, I went on a date with him and um, I'm like, what do you like to do for fun on the weekends? Like, you know, I'll go to the Hamptons. He's like... Oh, I like to play the sitar. <laughs> oh, God. See, that would, like, make me fall in love with somebody mm, like that. You know, I love just, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm an extremely shallow human being. You, I think that's obvious. I would have taken the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, oh, a sitar. You, Show me how to play that. I that's know. pretty cool. You would think. My goodness. That's I, how I felt. Maybe I didn't deserve him. I, I think that's I clear. You go. know what, sitar player out there? You didn't. You're, like, you were too above you, you, tabs he was over here. Too, he was too evolved for me. Ex, I, he was too progressive. Yeah. Let's like, go with that. If I were to redo that, you'd nothing would have changed. Nothing. I still would have taken the money. Man, you would have. <laughs> At least you're honest and open about it. Oh, my God. I love having you here. Isn't it fun? I could do this like for for a few more hours. I got nothing else to do. Yeah. I don't have a job. I, no, you, you, not like you're doing 400 other things right yeah, now. Yeah, screw it. Not at all. No, yeah. Um, what's your social media? I'm going to have you back on. I ho- really hope you do. No, I'm that's just across the street. That's going to happen because I think that I'm not done talking about dick pics. Good. Oh, God. I never get to talk about dick pics I, with I'm anybody. I'm really not done talking about it because I've thought of so many more things. Yes. And there are so many more questions, but... I got to have a round two with you. Okay, let's do it. And follow me on all socials yes. on at Carpe Darren, C-A-R-P-E-D-A-R-Y-N. Hashtag follow her. Like seize the Darren, but it's like my name in reverse. It D-A-R-Y-N. fits. D-A-R-Y-N. I love it. Thank you so much. Why didn't you do just seize the Darren as a podcast? Another one. Just do another one. I could, but is that sexual? Yeah. Don't like, do don't it. you feel like your heaving yeah. breasts would just yeah. pop out at seize the Darren? That would like me be doing a podcast called heaving breast mirror. <laughs> That is the round two of this one. That if you is. don't title it Heaving Breasts, I'm out. I'm not I'm going to have to title this one Heaving Breasts. Part one. <laughs> part one. And then part two will be Dick Picks. Dick Picks 2. Dick Picks 2. Done. We already got this. It's Th- going to be a recurring series. Those I'm, are I'm our excited. autobiographies. I'm excited for the future with you, Darren. Oh, yay. I am. Um, I just, on a non-joking note, I can't yeah. tell you how fun and how happy and excited I was to have you here because Thank I feel so like I've grown so much. Um, not with-wise, but emotionally. <laughs> I'm like now, f- I'm now an eight. I used to be a four. Right. Since I met you that first day where I was in my innocent new Bravo reality You were a baby days. lamb back I then. I was a little baby lamb. And I still, you know, I still run ran with you well, I think. Still just as hot. Thank you. you. you you've gotten hotter. I think the, the lack of the reality TV show stress has helped. I'm um, sure it has. It has. But um, it was just, It's. I just remember being like newbie and like, oh my God. Of and, course. And here we are. And I just want to thank you for giving me your time today. Thank you so much for having so me fun. on. It was honestly great. You're the best sport I ever. I can't wait for round two. Oh, This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.